What's up, Whisper Nation? Johnny Game Time Hicks here with the Fantasy Whispers. We're gonna try this again. So, a couple of big news that came out of the NFL today that has some pretty big fantasy impact. So, the very first one came out a couple hours ago. CJ Anderson signing a one-year deal for the Detroit Lions. This is absolutely frustrating from a fantasy football uh, aspect, right? We thought, we hoped, we crossed our fingers that Kerryon Johnson would be the lead back in Detroit this, this next season, that Matt Patricia would finally watch the game film and realize that his best player is on Johnson in that backfield and that he needs to give him more work and thought this was going to happen. But what, what do you know? Detroit lions, they go out, they sign CJ Anderson to a one year contract. Uh, so what does this mean for fantasy purposes? We're being blown up on Twitter asking people asking, what's the value of CJ Anderson? What does this do? Uh, what does this mean for carry on? And, it's it's bad news for carry on in my book. It caps it severely caps his upside. I think that he was a, he has potential to be an RB one. Yeah, some people might think I'm crazy, but he shows true potential. If he was a three down back, he has RB one potential. Now that CJ Anderson's there, he's going to take the Legarrette Blunt role. He will get the goal line carries, so that significantly caps Carryon Johnson's upside for me, and uh, this will move Carryon slightly down in my rankings. Um, so that's just frustrating as a fantasy owner, considering we don't we want these bell cow running backs to come back. We don't like these RBBCs, especially ones that completely take out a part of uh, fantasy, and that's touchdown. Touchdown score you a lot of points. So. Uh, CJ Anderson now becomes an RB3 uh, that you can you'll stash on your on your bench to be frankly uh, frank at the end of a drafts I would take a stab at him because if Carryon Johnson were to miss time like he did last year CJ Anderson we've seen him he can he can carry the load and uh, so he'll be he'll be good uh, so I want CJ Anderson on my team I'll take the dart at the end of, of drafts on him. Uh, I will still, uh, depending on where carry on might fall, uh, it'll depend on whether I want to take carry on or not. And if I can, I don't mind handcuffing the two if there's a dis- a distance between them when it comes to drafting. You know, if you, let me, I'm going to look up really quick what uh, the ADP um, of carry on Johnson is right now. Thank you again. I wanted to give a big shout out to everyone who's joining us here on this Instagram live, just doing a quick, um, news update. So I can, um, tell you what I think about the, is this for Todd Gurley? It doesn't really change my opinions on Todd Gurley because I was never, I never had moved Todd Gurley down in my rankings because of CJ Anderson's threat of being there. Like my rankings of Todd Gurley were because of his knee injury, his or his knee having arthritis in it and the the fact that he's got a ton of of carries on that body 
that is very concerning to me. So we've had a lot of debate. There's a debate between experts right now as to whether Todd Gurley goes number two overall behind Zeke or Saquon, or if he's in that group with Zeke and Saquon, or if he's all the way at the back end, you know, seven, six, seven range. For me, he's in the six, seven, eight range uh, because of the knee injury. That scares me a lot. Um, but there are people that are saying, what are you guys talking about? I'm taking him second. Uh, we kind of and should have seen the writing on the wall. Uh, Malcolm Brown last week, was, his offer sheet was matched. So that kind of had some writing on the wall. And they wouldn't keep Malcolm Brown and pay C.J. Anderson uh, when they also have John Kelly, who they really like there as well. So, you know, hindsight 2020, it, it should have been a little bit more obvious there. All right, I'm going to look up really quick. on Johnson's ADP as of right now, according to Fantasy Football Calculator, is um, 4.06. So fourth round, uh, it'll probably drop now because of this, so that's kind of good. You could probably get him in the fifth, fifth or sixth round and feel more comfortable with him more in the sixth round uh, with the news of C.J. Anderson. All right, so the second big bit of news now, and I got that part out of the way, I want to talk about uh, this morning. Duke Johnson requested a trade for from the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he's seeing, you know, the writing on the wall with Kareem Hunt being signed, and then uh, everyone knows Nick Chubb will take another step forward. He'll get a lot more carries this year. Uh, this year, and lo and behold, the three teams that become or that emerge as interested are Philadelphia Eagles, Houston. Uh, Texans and the New York Jets. Yeah, I pause because we don't like any of those. Okay, I like Duke Johnson a lot. I think he's a tremendous talent. I want him to go to a place that he can thrive in. And I'm not saying like Houston, he could thrive in for sure. This this would muddy the waters a lot there, right? You've got Miller, you've got uh, Don to Foreman, uh, and then. So add some mom Lauren. She's saying the Eagles need Duke. That would be a very nice fit. But this is frustrating from the Jordan Howard perspective because they just went out and signed Jordan Howard. Huge uh, big Travi posted on our Instagram page uh, a couple of days ago when Jordan Howard signed. He put up a, a post about it there, talking about it. I love the move on the Jordan Howard trade. Like they got him. For free, essentially, a, a sixth round pick in next year's draft. Like that's that's literally like a team is about to let someone go, and they're just trying to get something out of them, and that's what they got. So for me, the Eagles got a steal here, uh, and so and then I I like the fact that he's running behind a very good offensive line. They need a goal line running back. He could take the Jay Ajayi role, the LeGarrette Blunt role from a few years ago. I really liked it. I was super excited on him. I, I was really bullish on him this weekend. And yeah, so the pass catcher, there was always that question of like, can Jordan Howard pass catch? But he really worked on this the last offseason. And we really saw it in the beginning of the last season when the Bears were trusting him to catch passes out of the backfield. He was going five for five, three for three. Like he didn't have that many drops. He was actually catching the ball fairly well, and then they decided to game plan him out and go with Tyreek Cohen. And so going over Philadelphia, I understand Doug Peterson has like never gone with a single running back. 
Um, so, but if Duke Johnson goes there, that muddies the water so much over there as well. I can't have a whole lot of confidence in, in Duke and Duke Johnson or Legarrett or sorry, or Jordan Howard as, uh, the main guy there. Like you're looking at another timeshare, another headache. And it's very frustrating there. Uh, Houston is frustrating. And then the New York Jets, like seriously, you guys just signed Le'Veon Bell. Is Adam Gase going to do this again? Where? He's got he's got a really good running back in Kenyon Drake, and then he goes out to sign Frank Gore and gives him a bunch of carries. Like, why? I don't understand it. Le'Veon Bell is one of the best running backs. He can both uh, uh, he can both run and catch the ball. Now I understand depth and like if you're going to get into that, but I they have Elijah McGuire there, who they've been that organization is high on. So it doesn't make sense why the Jets would want to do that. And it just scares me, frankly, if he goes there. I'm like, what is going on? So, yeah, it's 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 really frustrating. All the news that came out today, none of it, unfortunately, was good fantasy news for owners. For Dynasty League owners, it's just all frustration. And I guess this is what we get mid-year uh, in the, or mid-season in the off-season, if that's even a season. I don't know. I just made that up. But Whisper Nation, I want to know what you guys think. Like, are you excited about any of these moves? Do you agree with what I'm saying or do you disagree? I want to hear from you guys. Thank you guys so much. Huge shout out to Whisper Nation. Thank you, Stepmom Lauren, for joining in here. And Big Travi, big shout out to them. Stepmom Lauren and I will be live this Wednesday for a recap of AAF this past week. So it was another exciting week. We'll be talking Johnny Manziel for sure. And uh, so, yeah, join us then. And as always, please like and subscribe to our channels. We greatly appreciate you guys. All right, take it easy, Whisper Nation. I'm Johnny Game Time Hicks, and I'm out. Peace.